All right. So, uh, you know, we've been talking about winning together, and we haven't forgotten Saturday. We're actually, uh, uh, Pastor Mel and I were going to talk about communication. So we haven't forgot uh, communication, but we figured we, we'd spend that whole session uh, on Saturday. That's the second session Saturday. First session is the Townsels. Second session is me and Pastor Mel, and then we'll have the panel discussion as they talked about. That'll be uh, after lunch from you know, roughly between one and three, you know, some people got extra questions. We'll probably feel those, but we're giving it a, uh, a hard, giving it a hard stop, but can't hard stop the Holy Spirit, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so um, that's, that's how Saturday work. And then, of course, Sunday morning will be uh, Pastor Sean and Erica Moore. All right, so we opened up talking about winning together, and that's, that's what this whole theme is, winning together. And we walked through some of the things that stops us from winning together, some of the deficiencies. Sometimes there's a, there's a gift deficiency, you know. So, you know, we struggle with compatibility and harmony uh, with our own understanding. But if we can get into the gifts, if we can flow in the gifts, we flow a lot better. Yeah. You know, because one, you know, those, the gifts help us to discern and to process better. You know, we can operate words and knowledge, words of wisdom. So I can, I can see more of our heart than just hear what's coming out of our mouth. And that's, the, that's the, the, the tough thing. We get played and betrayed because we can't see hearts, but we also uh, run into a lot of misunderstanding because we can't see hearts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, as we've grown up, now again, and y'all gonna hear about this a lot, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do an eight mile. I'm gonna put it out there ahead of time. So when you hear about it, I already talked about it. So my demeanor, uh, my presentation, even over the years, we used to, uh, you know, one of my confessions is to be slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to wrath. Uh, Holy Spirit taming my tongue, Lord, that, that, that I take on the countenance of Christ because I used to intimidate her just with my presentation. And, you know, when we used to talk, I told her, I said, sweetheart, I said, one, I grew up in Newark, New Jersey. I said, so in that environment, I'm not just walking around, hey, guys, you want to play? It's just not that type of culture. I said, then I decided to play basketball, and I'm not going on a basketball court either. Hey, buddy, let's play ball. Now, I have to be, you know, I was taught to be stoned. So that person does not know what I'm thinking, but he's worried about what I'm about to do to him. And then I worked in corrections. So that's not an environment like, like, that's an environment where, where they at least need to think you about business. You know, if you, you know, I mean, because you can't really beat nobody up. You know, well, you're not supposed to beat anybody. <laughs> I'll put it that way, right? So, so they need to know you about business. So all those things make for more of a uh, stern countenance. Um, then, you know, so, so I had to work to get beyond that. So we can kind of flow together. And as, as she was growing and I was growing to see each other's hearts because we talked about my face mostly because why? I'm from Newark. So I was the diversion to what? My face. You know, one day I told her, I said, well, babe, I guess because I'm used to handling, I never talk about it. I said, but you know, you make all types of faces. I said, you guys, you got all types of game faces, uh, <laughs> mad faces, frustrated faces, look like you're going to snatch off my eyeball faces. <laughs> I said, I said, just because I ain't talking about it don't mean it's not there, you know. I said, I guess I've been the diversion. So, so again, these gifts helps us to harmonize in the heart, and that's why we talked about that, so we can kind of flow in agreement. Uh, 
And so, again, because we're trying to win together, but the key that we're going to talk about today is we're going to find out, are we even together? So you can't win together if you're not together at all, right? Like, are we together? You know, the Bible says in Genesis 11:6, it says that they were of one mind and one speech. It said nothing can be restrained from them that they imagine to do, mm. right? Now, they, they're, what they were imagining to do, uh, I just studied this out, they were being influenced by Nimrod and different types of people. So they were trying to, the, the, the adversary tried to influence Nimrod and them to build a tower to, to heaven because who got kicked out of there? Satan. So he's trying to get them to build a, build a tower, but it, it, they were doing it <laughs> because they were in agreement. And nothing, it says nothing can be restrained from them. So they were doing it the wrong way, so they were, they were scattered where they were throughout the earth. And we find in Acts, in, in Acts is when people came back together from all over, the Holy Spirit falls on them because the goal is for us to be together and to flow together. But... The challenge is we probably don't realize, but a lot of us are not together because we haven't been taught how to be together. As we were growing, I, I used to always say, I said, babe, it's a benefit to be a part of teams, to have been a part, you know, you know I played college basketball, it's been a part of a team. And every team, college basketball, uh, semi-pro, summer basketball, you learn how to win together. Matter of fact, when you went to the Final Four, we had all types of drama that year. But, we, but when we got on the court, it was about winning together. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, like it, it, that's the key. The key is learning how to win together. So, uh, you know, there's a couple other things I had to participate in where I had to be a teammate. Um, I had to be taught, if I don't know, they don't know. I had to be taught it's not about my, my, my shine, it's about our harmony. And so it was just different. It was just growing in 18 years of the church, learning how it's about the, the family and the vision wanting together, not about me getting props and drawing attention to me. And I remember when I just crossed over to understand, oh, it's about if, if we win, we all win. Look at every, uh, you know, these guys, a lot of guys are in the sports, but if you look at and you see, uh, you know, uh, this team wins the Super Bowl, and you'll find out a lot of the coaches that won the Super Bowls after helped that coach win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So they learned how to win together. And once they, learned, once they crossed over, got through all the, you ain't all that, I ain't all that, and they won, they, once they experienced that, they knew how to do it. And then when they branched out to do their own, they were able to win, and win also. So, so we have to learn that marriage, we have to learn that in friendships, we have to learn that in ministry, we have to learn that in our jobs how to win together. You have a thought about that before we get into this? Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, when you are in a marriage or any business relationship, um, but for the sake of what I'm about to say, uh, marriage, let's say marriage, you know, when you think about it, when you start to be competitive in a marriage, um, somebody loses. Somebody loses. So then you want, then, then you got to look at, okay, is your best friend losing? Is it worth the win? What'd you say? Huh? You said, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. But, <laughs> yeah, but that so would be friendships too, wouldn't it? But, but it yeah. happens in friendship. And so winning is something, you know, if you think about it, y'all, uh, from little kids, we were 
we were wired to want to be first. We were wired to want to win. You know, we get mad when we don't win. And the, but the, that's a trick of the enemy because he knows that if he can cause division, nobody wins. So you may walk away feeling like, you know, superior, feeling like you accomplished things. But at the end of the day, if you're attached to somebody, did you really win? Because whatever effect that the loss has on the other person, now you got to experience that. So winning is something that I think we've been conditioned to, uh, like, like, like uh, people like will kill to win. You know, divorces, people go through divorces and they will kill a person because they don't want to give up whatever they trying to, you know, the, the mm -hmm. house, the cars, all that. They will literally kill to win. They will, they will, they will uh, mess up the, the, the father or the mother uh, to gain access to the children. Mess up the kids. And just, now, just now, see, they're not looking at the effect that that has on the child. You see what I'm saying? So we got to get out of this winning mentality, like winning together. Well, well if, I winning think, is I think good, what she's but, saying but, is but, get out of the competition and competitive mentality yes. and get it back into the covenant mentality right. and the communion mentality. Right. See, if it's com so, so again, there's nothing wrong with winning, but, if, you, but if, if, if we're together and she's my competition, I'm trying to compete. So, so every time she does something special, I got to do something as opposed to celebrating mm -hmm. what she's doing. Mm -hmm. You know, we always say around here, everybody has a birthday. You know, so as she, as she was doing, um, you know, uh, we, we, we gotta get back on it, but, you know, she went into uh, the studio to work on this, uh, mm -hmm. uh, this uh, CD, whatever, <laughs> I don't know what it is now, yeah, <laughs> everything is digital. But she, you know, this was a while ago, this was, mm -hmm. what was that, Sabrina, two years ago? At least. Dad. Four four years ago, oh so it's God. it's sitting at the house because COVID hit. You know, COVID hit shortly after that. I not only asked Sabrina because she was she she's uh, she recorded a song with her too, um, and so, but she was there. I was there. I was there assisting. I'm just I'm just there to serve. Not oh well, now I need to record something. Are we are we what are we doing here? Are we kidding? First of all, I'm, I'm about to lose. <laughs> <laughs> that one, as soon as, I, as soon as I started, I'm about to lose it. I put my album out, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put my album out, too, you know. Um, but actually, people get that deep. You know, person gets a promotion, now you got to get a promotion. As opposed to never taking the time. See, I don't want to rest in, in, in celebrating that person because I'm in competition with them. They say something smart, I got to say something smarter. Or I got to tear down what they say. You know, uh, we have a... We have a couple here, uh, I don't know where he went. You know, maybe you knew I was about to talk about him. Uh, but uh, his wife came to the church first, right? Uh, why are you laughing? Like, why are you gonna put his name out there? I didn't say no names, like, why are you blasting him? She said Minister Lamardo. Uh, so, <laughs> cause we've already talked about it. I mean, we, we joke about it now, but it was hard for him to come to the church because only because Z came first. Now he said that, so this is not blasting him. He's, he's actually said that. You know, it was like not understanding that we, we're on the same team. I told y'all the other day, she found all the buildings. Suppose I was going, well, we ain't taking that building because you found it. 
I'm the man, I got to find the building. You know, like, it, it doesn't really work that way. You know, it's, I still, in our household, I still get to make final, the final decisions, but I told y'all how I learned this. We had a, we have a right of vision every year for our house. One year, I'm telling you, I was struggling. All I had was whatever the tagline, no details. And I was like, I don't get it. And it was getting close to the end of the year, and we was casting vision. She has this, this detailed dream. I say, sweetheart, uh, did you write it down? I always, I always tell her to write it down. So, so I said, well, give it to me. So how God has operated, it, it's not us. A lot of times, he'll give her something, and I'll interpret. Okay, let me change that. I'll go to God, and he'll give me the interpretation. I'm not interpreting nothing. And so I went to God, I was like, what is this? He said, oh, that's the rest of your vision. So I'm like, the rest of the vision? I'm the visionary. How are you going to give her 80% of the details of the vision and I'm the visionary? <laughs> I said, no, this don't make sense. He says, well, Keith, you're not just the visionary. You're the house band. You cover the house. This year, you guys was on the major attack by the adversary. So what? You're protecting the house. Well, while you're protecting the house, I'm... I'm trying to get the vision in, but you're, you're, you have diversions and distractions. So what I did was I got it to your radio man. You know, in the wars, back then in the wars, they would, uh, the radio men didn't have to carry a weapon. Their weapon was the radio. They communicated the coordinates of where the enemy was. The battleships bombed those coordinates and the troops could advance, right? But the radio man had to be protected by the other soldiers. Right? So he said, I got it to her. And so he says, uh, and uh, James uh, pulled out a clip from Sunday, and it was like, uh, Pastor Mel was saying, uh, listen to your wife. Well, well, right then he says, you need to be listening to your wife. And, then, and this is what he said, because my mind was, I'm more, uh, we said that she's fire on focus. Sometimes fire communicates all over the place, right? You know, so I might be more patient. I might, I'm not as overwhelmed. This is at the time. Uh, obviously, she's way beyond that. So if it didn't came, come out right back in the day, I'm like, what are you talking about? Almost like, oh, whatever. Like, so if it doesn't make sense, quick. You got a small window. It better make sense. <laughs> if it don't make sense, quick, I'm not listening. And God said, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. He said, you need to stop, listen. It's your responsibility to discover the wisdom within this wonderful package. Mm -hmm. I don't care how it comes out, you gotta find the wisdom. He said, so that's the rest of your, 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 your vision. So I, I looked at that thing. It was the details to the, to, to the overriding vision. And that year, more of the vision came to pass than any other year. Suppose I wouldn't have listened. Suppose I wouldn't have listened because I thought I'm the man. Yeah, well, if I'm actually the man, then I know I should be wise enough to know how to use the help, yeah. right? Or how to receive or benefit from the help. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because we're a team, mm -hmm. right? So if I'm coaching and this guy has a great play that could win the game, I'm like, no, I'm the coach. You stay in your place. No, I'm supposed to be smart enough to know what you just said. We doing that. I'm, I'm going to get the credit like, look, the coach thought of that. The, the coach came up with that, right? But in all honesty, 
I just knew enough to know this is the best thing to do. I'll give you this one. You know who's the good negotiator in our family? People have been around now. She is. <laughs> I may make the final decision, but I just, I, I, I sick Pastor Mel on. <laughs> He does. I was like, babe, babe. I just said, uh, listen, that, she's negotiated. We were sitting in, uh, we had a system back in the day. It was every other year we would get, like every two years we would get cars back then. Now we'd be riding these vehicles out for her. <laughs> you know, to, to the wheels fall off. But back then, because we was in a culture like that. But she somehow would, would change the flow. You know how they, cha- you know, she was like, well, babe, could I get a new car? I was like, well, you just got a new car. It's my turn, ain't it? She was like, no, 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 no. Well, suppose I get a car and nothing changes. Like, I, you know, like we don't miss a beat. Our finances are the same. The budget's the same. I was like, all right, you know. So she goes to a dealership. I'm not, you know, I, I used to minister to Ohio State, so I was trying to, I was like, I got to be back at a certain time to see the game because I'm supporting the guys and I want them to know that I watch the game too. And so she says, okay, she's sitting in the dealership talking to the guy. I'm ministering to some other guy. I'm not even, I'm not paying attention, nothing. And so she says, okay, babe, tell you what, uh, 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 the guy got a deal. I said, okay, I only have one stipulation. I got to be back at a certain time. So the guy says, tell you what, he says, I'll pay for your car. We didn't have the car. I don't know what she said to him. I'll pay for your car that I haven't seen. I'll give you above the market value for it. And then, you know, you guys can go home and then she can come back and bring back the car. And then we'll just, so he said, we'll do all, we'll, we'll close the deal right now. And then you can go get the car. And she ends up getting a new car, <laughs> you know, but this is what she said in the, in the dealership. Great deal, everything. She says, hold on, sir. No, 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 no. My husband has to sign off on it. She negotiated it. And that's kind of how we roll. I did something simple. Uh, you know, uh, we have to do the banners. So I created the banners. But it was so much going around. I was so busy. I was like, now, I'm, I'm, I'm be- I done reached a window where I can't. Um, they're not going to be able to get this done. And then I was so busy that day, I said, I got an idea. I'll sick Melanie on him. <laughs> I said, babe, here, I'm going to give you this, uh, this, this artwork. If you can go there, I said, I said I'm sure you, do. what did I say? Yeah. I said, I'm sure you can work it out. And sure enough, they're going to do it within two days. They normally tell me, based on what you need, based on the demand, it's going to, like, with all the stuff we got going on, it's going to take a couple weeks, right? They told her they'd do it in two days. Hmm. Right, you understand? So, so, so you got to value, if it is a team, everybody has a role, but the role, if we do our roles right, we win, right? It's not competition and competitiveness. You have a thought there? Yeah, no, I was, you know, as, as you were talking, I was thinking um, the package. Sometimes the package that when we communicate uh, may not seem like you can be impatient, and you miss exactly what the person is trying to say. Yeah, we're gonna talk so, about that on uh, 
Saturday. What'd you too. say? I said, we're going to talk about some packages on Saturday. Yeah. And so, like, you have to really, like, don't look for yourself. Because a lot of times when we communicate, we want people to communicate like us. I know mm. we're going to talk about communications uh, Saturday, but it kind of fits what we're talking about because sometimes, because the package that, that the person's communicating doesn't um, meet your qualification of a good communicator, you can miss the details of what God is doing in the other person. Sometimes people that have a hard time communicating can feel flustered and frustrated because they, they pick up the impatience. You ever been around somebody and especially somebody real sharp in the head and you know you here you go you like know, you're bothering me yeah like you're bothering them and 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 you just you you can't get your words together and it's like dang I, I had this all rehearsed and everything but when i got in that person's presence i lost it and that happens a lot y'all like we have to quit looking for ourselves in communication because i'm telling you you will you will end up missing a lot just because you've assessed that that person doesn't know what they're talking about. You've assessed that that person, uh, you know, they're insecure, so how can they really know, you know, how can they really, uh, how can I really count on it? You, the, don't, like he said it earlier, the package. You got, don't, don't, don't despise the package because there's, there's, yeah, there's, the baby there's gold, the there's gold in that package. There's gold in them there. You just got to be patient <laughs> enough. You got to, yeah, there's gold in there. You got to be patient enough to unwrap it. Look, it's a diamond in the rough. It's a diamond in the rough. But you might have to get through the rough to get to the jewel. And so you have to really make it safe and comfortable for a person who feels rattled when they have to come before a king. You know, uh, you ever, mm. you, seriously. You, like, like Esther coming before yeah, the king. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, you, you, especially men, you, you have to uh, respect the power that you have. And you can either come off welcoming or you can come off almost like standoffish and like, yeah, what you got to say? You know, and it that shuts. That was me. It'll shut you down quickly. But then now, what are you, what are you missing? Because a person's been shut down. So when, yeah, that was me. Yeah. Like I, I, it was almost like what, you know. And then when when we first came together, I was really in the word. She was in church, and she, of course she read the Bible and stuff like that. But I was exhausted. So she would, or if if, if you wasn't coming right, like what could you possibly have to say? You're not in the word like me. Right. Uh, not knowing that she didn't have to be in a word like me to communicate what God was saying. She, she had a, a, a phenomenal sensitivity to God. Mm -hmm. And so I had a exhaustive understanding of the word. And so since she wasn't as, as versed or thorough, um, I could have missed things if I didn't value her sensitivity. And that's not just marriage. That's, that's connection, relationships, that's friendships. Sometimes we have a way of sizing people up. In ministry, you know, what we've learned is to respect all the gifts. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to since, you know, if somebody doesn't read like me, study like me, it's not as excellent as I am. They have no value. You know, just like we always say, you know, some of these uh, uh, bigger churches, well, they had to start somewhere. Right. We're the younger version of a lot of those situations. Well, same thing in a relationship. Uh, the, the wise super wisdom, super intelligent person had to start somewhere. And who's to say we're not a catalyst for that person to actually grow into what they're supposed to be? See, the Bible says this, can two walk together unless they be agreed? 
So to win together, we have to find a place of agreement. And as long as we're going to hold on to our guns, we're just going to be two, in, two different individuals. Mm -hmm. So in other words, I already know what I know. But I need to find out what I don't know. So when God sends me, uh, of course, this is my best friend and this is my wife. But even, in, uh, you know, I have a friendship with Pastor Dent. So if God sends Pastor Dent to me, I need to be attentive to find out, well, what am I supposed to be getting? Not just, yeah, let me break it down. Let me help this young buck, you know, get his up. What are we doing here? Like, and he'll tell you, anybody around me will tell you, it's a mutual growth together. It's a mutual exchange. I learned from even helping or, well, it's the Holy Spirit pouring out the information, so I'm writing, taking notes too. So I can be talking to a person I'm writing now, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know. I, I was talking with somebody, uh, was it last, I don't even remember, man. I'm, I'm, was that last night? I think it was last night. You talked to a lot of people, honey. Was that last night? Was that last night? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was writing down notes. I was taking notes in that conversation. I'm learning. Like, I'm constantly, you know, and then after the conversation, they stimulated other thoughts, and I wrote those down. You know, actually, uh, also, I get a lot of uh, sermons, like, because the Holy Spirit would be like, hey, look at this. Look at that. And I'm like, I never looked at that. Ooh, that's in the Word. You see what I'm saying? So we're all learning too. But if I go in like, I'm not, you know, James has said it, so he don't mind me saying it. If I go in like I'm the smartest person in the room all the time, all I'm going to ever have is all I know. So then I'm not going to grow. Because if you don't know what you don't know, you don't grow. You're already... Our, what we're going through now is a result of what we know. What we're trying to get to is a result of what we need to know, right? Mm -hmm. And when God brought this wonderful lady in my life, you know, I mean, I just learned so much. I look at things different. Uh, you know, y'all might call it soft, but I care. I was a lot more sensitive to things. I had to pay attention to more things. Uh, God had to take a lot of the edge off, you know, I didn't have to, you know, I had to be under my own protective custody. And as far as like her, like it's weird because there's things that don't bother me. There's a lot of things that don't bother me um, because of what I've gone through. So there's a level of, oh, why don't that bother this guy? But then there's a level of boldness. There's things that don't bother her, like at all. Like she'll do things I would have never thought to do. She'll ask questions I've never. So... There's two sides to the coin. So now we win together. You know what I'm saying? So I've learned uh, to operate more of her type of boldness, and she's learned to operate in more of not being so concerned if, if somebody's thinking this, that, and the other. So we, we pull from each other. Mm -hmm. You thought there? Just the power of agreement. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, the two shall become one flesh. Genesis 2.25. Yeah, that, that, that is a supernatural thing that takes place when two people can literally become one. And you see it a lot. You ever see, even down to the looks, you ever, think, you ever see people uh, that have been together for a while and they look like brothers and sisters? Yeah. Seriously, they become one. Or you've seen where, let's say, the natural uh, parents did not, did, or the, the, if you have a child that was birthed by somebody else, but like, 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 for instance, our son, our son was birthed by uh, his father, natural father, um, is not him. 
but he looked just like him. I mean, actually, people used to think that I was a step-parent. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? And Even at the wedding? Yeah. At the wedding, you know, because he was a part of the wedding party, people thought he was my son. And, so, and, and it was her stepson. Yeah, so you said my stepson. See, he's he, see, he's No, he. I said people thought oh, that, oh, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. He's our son. It's okay. <laughs> Because we're one flesh, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. We're one flesh. We're one flesh, yeah. Yeah, and the Bible says this. Uh, it's not good for man to be alone. Genesis mm-hmm. 2.18. Now, when he says man, on the covering of man is male and female. It's just not good for us to be alone. Why? We lean to our own understanding, right? Right? We can deceive ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. you know Proverbs 3 says you lean to your own understanding. You can deceive ourselves. We talk about this a lot here at the church. And you can oppose yourself, Right? You know, you have to be recovered from yourself. So that's why it's not good to be in isolation because all you have is your advice, your philosophies. And, and, and it's kind of dangerous uh, when those things not cha- challenged. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, again, we're talking about are we together. And the blueprint is we really need to see where we are in terms of being together with who we want to win with. Um, so we can get where we're going. The Bible says uh, the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light into our path. So the, the word actually, when we start getting the word, we think we're rolling. We think we're a good teammate. We think we're ready for a good teammate. But the word shows us in our honesty where we truly are and if we're truly ready. Um, and then so now we can kind of move uh, and, and navigate in being together with someone. Now, the tough part is togetherness starts by faith, and it grows in harmony and love. Mm-hmm. It starts by faith. So a lot of times we're looking for ideal situations that we're going to be comfortable on the front end, you know, but it's not always comfortable on the front end, especially some of us that have been uh, crushed and damaged through relationships. So that's why you start with God. I have been so crushed through family, through relationships. Matter of fact, I was really kind of done with the whole relationship thing I was kind of done with people I mean I just didn't trust people and so as I started to grow in God God was like well you're going to need help to get where you're going and so don't trust the people trust me and and then what we're going to do is I'm going to take you deeper into a relationship with me your discernment will pick up so you'll recognize hearts so now you don't have to worry about if 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 this person's going to play you or betray you there's some people that's going to start out with a good heart, but then their heart will get corrupted. But I'm going to equip you to be able to handle that and convert that level of uh, betrayal into strong character. So he says, so no matter what, you will win if you go in with me. If you're going in on your own control, your own understanding, your own protective custody, you're going to lose. You know, because you're not designed to protect yourself, cover yourself in those situations. So again, when we, get, uh, we, when we get married into a relationship, we get married into a friendship, we get married into a partnership in business, we get married into a ministry, we marry by faith and we grow in love. Mm-hmm. We marry by faith. But some of us have not wanted to use faith because we have to be in control. Like our fear, our reservation is we're under our own protective custody. But how's that been working for you? 
Now, and we've all gone through, I'm not saying this just as a pastor, we're not saying this as pastors, we've had to navigate through these things. Like, we're not here, we don't have these relationships, we've told you many times, you guys can hurt us, because we're, we're out there. But let me ask you something, are you in a position, have you given yourself to the relationship where we could potentially hurt you? In most, most cases, y'all watching online too, y'all think I ain't thinking about y'all. You know, most cases, most of the people that we deal with are protecting themselves. They, mm, I, okay, you can have this much, but, we, but we're giving all of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're presenting ourselves as we out there. So you can, you can criticize us, you can talk about us, you can betray us, you can abandon us. Because we out there, there is no secrets. But how about, how about our relationship with you? You, why, why do you keep getting to this point where you retreat, you run, you hide? You come up with things not to be connected. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It ain't, it, you can do it. But what you do is you, you, we talked about living in a loophole the last two weeks. You create a loophole. You create an out. I, I used to do it. I was raised that way. Mm-hmm. I always had outs. I always had a loophole. Why did I have a loophole? Just in case this doesn't work out. I have an escape plan. It was, it was the movie Heist. He's like, hey, going in, you always have an a, a alternate escape plan. And that's how I operate. I operate like, like it was a heist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I always have an escape plan. Y'all still think I'm talking about me. So think about it. If I hold back some, if, if I'm preparing for it not to work out, now, now, don't get mad. Some, some people are going to watch this because it, transparently I've, we've had to talk to them about it. We won't say their names. But going into, sometimes we're going into our friendships, our relationships, our businesses, our marriages with, with prenuptials. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's it, right? Prenup, right? Mm-hmm. Right? So what is that? Yeah. Protection against what? Just in case. Job said, the thing that I greatly fear has come upon me. Mm-hmm. So I'm prepared to fail. We've said it about here a thousand times. A person that walks a high wire with no net rarely falls. You know why? They're not, not prepared to fall. Mm-hmm. Falling ain't an option. They fall, they die. Mm-hmm. The person with a net falls more often because they're prepared to fall. Falling is a consideration. But the person walking a high wire is walking like... You know, just like walking on this line. To them, they're like walking on, on the ground. You ever see somebody just walking on the ground straight here? And they, they're doing stuff like that? It's, it's all in here. When I came in to this relationship, I'm all in. Because the only way I'm going to get all of her is to be give, give all of me. But I started that with God. I'm all in. The only way I'm going to get all of you is to give all of me. I got to empty all of me to get all of you. Coming out here, we're all in. Only way we're going to get, all, we can't ask for something if we're not giving it. And that's the thing is we make a lot of requests, flip it. Whatever you're thinking about you need from your relationship, flip it. Are you what you're requesting? Mm-hmm. What you're requiring of the church, are you what you're requesting? What you requiring of your friendship? Are you what you require? People need to call me more. Who are you calling? <laughs> are you what you requesting? 
Yeah, I know you probably got it. Tons of, well, no. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I really was thinking about um, people go into marriage without a full revelation of why you are getting married. So some people marry because it's convenient. They have somebody laying next to them. We got children here, so. You know, some people marry because we just look good together. Some people marry because of business or, you know, but to really, really get the nectar of being married, y'all, it's gonna require you to go deep, like deep into each other. You know, you can live with someone and not know them. Like you can literally, like. Same thing with friendships. Oh, friendships the same way, yes. Um, And so, you really have to ask yourself, okay, why do I want to be married? What's the purpose of being married? You know, uh, because a good, solid marriage is the two people being transparent and vulnerable enough to get to know each other at a deeper level. Like, you know the person can finish your sentence, you know, because they know you, they, they, they feel you. And, and, and I think, um, you know, we just need to spend more time. Why are we married? Why are we married? Because you can get in a rut and, and it's just, you're just two people living together. It's much more, it's, it's so much more satisfying when you have someone that you can depend on, trust, you can, uh, you can you know, obviously get your needs met. Uh, but there is a connection that is so deep that is so fulfilling. But most people don't, they, they never get a chance to experience that. Why? Because they, everything is surface. Uh, we, we got married because we got good careers together. We got married, you know, like, you know, because cause we, we just look good. Uh, whatever the case is, it's, it's surface level. But to really, can you imagine being in a situation with somebody and, and it don't even have to be five or, or uh, it don't even have to be 25 years but you really are now able to like breathe. Amen. Like I'm at home. Cause you can have a house, but it won't be a home. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so God wants us that two to really literally be to become one. I feel you when you, when you're off, you feel me when I'm off. Cause Amen. some people, they live in the same space. They see the person struggling but they don't say nothing. Well, sometimes they don't see them struggling because they're they're well, uh, they're in their own. They're sometimes they're they're, they're, their you know, own they're in their own world. So we got to start really think. Why are we together? What is? It's not just to you know wake up and pay, go to work and pay bills and you know take care of the kids. No, it is something special that God wants to do when you come together, even when you have relations together. That's just not wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. That's a chance for the two to really start to become one. Come, become one. Solidifying that covenant. And God used uh, coming together as one to facilitate pleasure. That was God's doing. But we have doing that. Listen, there's, there are people that, that, that like rabbits right before they get married. Get married? They ain't, doing, ain't nobody doing it. can't wait to put your hands on the person when you get to, before you get married and then you get married and you ain't put your hands on the person since since you said I do 
something's wrong with that. Do you see what I'm saying? Something is wrong with that. Because it should be more closer. It should be more closer. Y'all, and, and some people say, well, it's like forbidden fruit. You know, you know what, what the forbidden, you know, when you can't do it, it you want to do it, you know. But it shouldn't be that way, y'all. Something is missing. That intimacy, that, 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 that I want to be, like we, we. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't gonna say nothing like we just have fun, y'all. We have fun. We, That's good. We we have we have a lot of fun. That's I good, mean That's good adjustment. We <laughs> look, we we have we have a we have a large house. We have a large house. Trying to look out for y'all. And we, we have a large house <laughs> and we we run through the house. We do all kinds of things through uh, the house. It, it, no, I'm just saying. Y'all get y'all's, get y'all's head, y'all in the gutter, y'all's head's in the gutter. It ain't, that's not what I'm talking about. Because see, here's the thing. Every touch doesn't need to be, doesn't have to lead to, to that. See, because women, see, the thing about women, 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 listen, this is something good for you men, okay? Women actually need affection. They, they need, need, need. But the problem is, they feel like if, if he gives me con- some affection, he gonna want something. <laughs> so, so then you like, so then you like, well, well, I don't really feel like whatever. And so you, so you be like, oh, you know, here we go. You, you, if I give him a kiss, he gonna want, you know. <laughs> but all I want, all I want is a hug. I just want to be hugged, you know. And even this, I want you to flirt with me, but I don't mean I want you want us to, you know what I'm saying. So just, we gotta recognize, we gotta recognize uh, everybody. Do you understand what I'm saying? His knees, my knees, you know, what we, we, we gotta spend some time and really start to like, uh, think about it, y'all. Think about it. In covenant. You know what, y'all, listen at this, in covenant. In, in, in covenant. covenant. And I know, we, we, I'm just saying this, y'all, how many of y'all, and it's so subtle, you can, you meet somebody and you're kissing all over the place. You get married, you barely kiss. And you know what, I ain't talking about no little, I'm, yes. Okay, that's it. I'm just saying. All right, we, we coming back, y'all. We, we, y'all. we coming back. I'm just saying. We come back for the singles. We'll come back for the singles. Well, at least it gives y'all a target. Well, well what it she's saying is, target, yeah. what she's saying is this: <laughs> uh, the reason why you cross over and you're not now you're in a covenant, and since you haven't trained yourself and prepared yourself for a covenant before the covenant, you come in with lust. You try to bring lust into a covenant; it doesn't fit. Right. And so now you don't know how to navigate into the relationship. All right. And so that's why on the front end. That's why we're talking about winning together. And, and honestly, right now, you know, you know, even when she said, like, you know, just being intimate and flowing together at every level, we have to be able to do that. You know, we have to find out, like, what is our relationship mindset? So even, you know, whether, uh, whether it's I'm, I, I want to be married, uh, I got a good friendship, uh, 
this is my partner, this is my boy, we kick it together, we're going to work out together, we're going to ball together. Hey, we're going into business together. Well, you want to find out what their, that person's relationship mindset is just like what your relationship mindset Because we found this out when we go through premarital courtship and sometimes when we, people have not gone through that, so they've come in for marriage counseling, you got two people operating two different pictures. Mm-hmm. And they've never discussed it. Yep. You set out, you, you wine and dine, person said all the things you wanted to hear, and vice versa. Now you realize two different pictures. You ever been in a, a business relationship when you start to argue, if you ever reconcile, when you find out what the challenge is, y'all was looking at two different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two different fi- pictures. A lot of times we come to church and we got two different pictures. We may have, we're, we're operating off of, you know, uh, uh, Minister Lamar shared this before, he was operating off, off of that, uh, that religious culture. You know what I'm saying? So it was, a, it was a different culture for him, right? But he came in with a different picture. Actually, he, he said this before. Came into, I think it was, Z was counseling. I think we was counseling y'all at the apartment, right? And he was sitting there going, why is she talking? <laughs> like, he was like. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> no, but that's what he's, I mean, but the culture in the, um, w- w- was, was holiness? Yeah, the culture, the, the woman don't say nothing. Not even in a, a, a counseling session. I don't know why God gave, basically in their thought, why gave her, God gave her a mouth? He could have just took out her vocal cords because she's not allowed to talk. And so when she was talking, great advice, he was sitting there looking like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> he ain't no man. He can let her, why she keep talking? He, he, he need to check her. Now he's sitting in there with a picture that has nothing to do with what he showed up for. Right? And there's, there's things and cho- choices and decisions I would make, and he would go back home and be like, man, what's wrong with him? <laughs> you know, why he pray with that hand? You know, like, because, again, not being able to delineate what was religion and what was relationship mm-hmm. with God and the Word. You see what I'm saying? But he wasn't tripping. Now, but he came in to establish a relationship. So he came into a established relationship, even though he had the wrong picture, I could have discarded him. My job is to, to weed through that and offer him what God is saying. You see what I'm saying? That, that we're pastors. We, put our, we give ourselves so people could become themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about everybody showing up ready-made, right? Otherwise, you're not ready to win in a relationship. Mm-hmm. See, all right, so, so what's our relationship mindset, you know, in the time that we have left? Let's just hit a few things because uh, uh, we, mm-hmm. we got into some other uh, – uh, extracurricular activity, right? So, I so there. One of the the mindsets of a relationship. Some people come in casual. So their mindset is a casual relationship. That's freelance or given to change, right? So that means if I'm casual, depending on the circumstances, I'm going to change my flow. Because I'm not really. It's just casual to me, you know. Um, and, and, and so sometimes people are casual because their mindset is, I only operate in what I deem as safe, right? So when I'm single, my whole mindset is about safety, right? Mm. But being single is different from being safe. So sometimes people are calling themselves single, but they're not single, they're safe. 
What that means is I'm afraid to embrace any level of covenant or any level of commitment. Mm. But if I'm, if I'm what God would call single, I'm in a position of, of preparation and completing myself as a single person in God as he's equipping me for whatever relationships I'm going to engage in. But sometimes we're not even allowing God to prepare us because we're still playing off of abuse and hurt. So our only mindset is safe, right? You know, and so we're kind of locked inside our own bodies. We're locked up. Like we're, we're, people haven't seen us in the last 15, 20 years. I'm talking about the genuine you. I shared, I shared this with you guys when my, fa- my, my father passed. Uh, well, before he passed, the two weeks we were talking, remember Mrs. Bolden, she asked him some wonderful questions about a letter I had wrote him like 30 years ago. He had never responded to it. And she would just ask him his thought process. You know, my dad had heard me preach at funerals and stuff, never said nothing. Like, you wouldn't even know he was in there. He'd be sitting sit right over there. He'd be looking straight ahead. But she says, well, what, do you, what, do you, what did you think when you heard your son preach? He, he's like, I cried. I never seen him cry. But he went home and cried. Then, we, then she asked him about my, my, uh, the history. She said, how was Keith growing up? He said, you know, Keith was a good kid. He just was mad all the time. Well, I was bitter with him because I was left with strangers. And he said, and I said, well, Dad, you know, you go through stuff, you, you smoke clears, and you realize, you know, what's going on. I said, that's why I wrote you the letter. And my wife said, well, did you read the letter? He said, yeah. He said, she says, what do you think about the letter? He says, I cried. And in the next second, he broke down. He said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I ain't never seen this person in my life. My assessment of that day was I met my father for the first time. Two weeks before he died. In his late 80s. Never had ever seen that man in the history of living. Do you know some people are saying that about you right now? Out there in TV land? (laughs) Right, right, like some people have never really seen us because we've been trapped inside our own bodies. Mm -hmm. But how are we gonna win together? She has to be exposed to me and I have to be exposed to her. Mm -hmm. How are we gonna win together? You have to be exposed to me and I have to be exposed to you. It has to be a fair exchange. I, I have something she needs, but I can't see she needs it if she's hiding. She has what I need. She can't give it to me if I'm hiding. And that's what's going on. We're not, we're, we're, we're casual. Um, uh, you have a thought there? Try to get to these other ones in the sec- in the in the time left. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I was kind of thinking about uh, relationships where you've never seen the person cry. Mm. Have you ever been? You've seen people or been in relationships. It, could, it don't have to be a marriage. It could be you know, but you never see them crying. And crying is really the most vulnerable state that we can all be in. But it's something when you have not seen the person cry. Something, there, there's that person may not feel safe the, or they might see it as a weakness. You know, sometimes uh, what's the old saying, you know, men don't cry. 
that's the one of the stupidest statements. I don't know who came up with that. Or you get mad, the kid falls, the kid falls on the ground and, and hurt. I mean, they hurting. Get up. Get, get, get up, boy. I mean, I just got hurt. We're trying to teach them how to handle that fall, though. You, you can still teach them how to handle it, but you can't. But what's happened is you teach them how to deny it. That's what's, what's, what's happened. You, yeah, you told them how to deny it. Trying to help the young buck out. So now you got grown men. You got grown. What you say? No, go ahead. Yeah. We supposed to be we supposed to be winning together. What you? Whose team you on? What you doing? Trying to help the brother out. Yeah. But I'm just saying. You know what I'm. Sometimes it's hard for men to cry. That's true. And I'm telling you, it's something that when a woman sees you cry. Oh, it's something so beautiful in that. I know it may sound like, it may sound like, dang, that's so s- s- crazy. But, it, but what it says to her is, now I see the real you. There is, there is someone in that body that's not always strong. He is human. He does feel. So I can trust him. So I can trust him. And I realize he trusts me. Because he was able to let himself go. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of times we're, we say we're giving ourselves, I'm talking about from the men's side, we say we give ourselves to our spouse. Are we? If we're not vulnerable, there's parts of us that we're not willing to expose to them we don't trust them with. Yeah. So are, are we giving ourselves? Or you think they're going to look at you as weak. I don't think about that for a second. <laughs> you know, like, are we? You know, you got to be willing to give all yourself. And so, that, so, 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 so that's the casual relationship. But then you also have some of our relationship mindset is the compromise relationship, the compromise relationship. And that's people that it's easy for them to default on their investment. It's easy for them to sell out. It's easy for them to take a bribe, right? So they're, 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 they're in the relationship, but they're not really in a relationship. So the relationship is optional. You know, that's when you find uh, uh, people treating people like accessories and not essential. Mm-hmm. You know, like this watch. This watch is an accessory. I let it know when I need it. It doesn't have a voice. It doesn't have a choice. We'll get into that uh, on um, Saturday. But, but again, if I'm, if, if, if I'm, if I'm living in compromise, this person is just an accessory. It's just what I can get from them, how I can benefit. They're not essential. They're not exclusive. They're, they're an option. You know, and, and that's when we cross over the compromise relationship. And, so, committed. and so if that person is an option, Maya Angelou uh, had a statement here. She says, never make someone a priority when all you are to them is an option. You know, there's a lot of women, y'all, that they... they th- and men. What'd you say? I said, and, and men. And men, yes, that, that, that could potentially be thirsty. I say thirsty because that's just something... I've been thirsty before, so I know what it looks like. And um, <laughs> some of the women just think it's a bad word when I say that. <laughs> so I it's only say, a bad word if you're thirsty. <laughs> it's not a bad word if you ain't thirsty. But think about it, the people that we deemed or we, we uh, made them a priority only saw us as an option. Mm. 
And so that's what she says, never make someone a priority when all you are is an option. That's deep. Mm. Yeah, so, so, so now that brings us to the, our next relationship mindset, and that's committed. That's committed. So we talked about casual, we talked about compromise, now we talked about committed. That's a trusting type of relationship. I'm mentally, physically, spiritually all in. I'm all in. It's worth the cost. It's worth the cost. I'm operating as a living sacrifice. I'm offering myself, right? Scripture says present yourself as a living sacrifice. So, again, when we commit, now, again, there's still some other things we have to cross over into, but it starts with a commit, a commitment. And this is, this is we got to stop this. We think commitment is, I have, I have okay, so, so when I met my, my, my wife, I'm in a situation, am I going to commit to marry her or not? Can I possibly get all the information that I need about how she's going to be and how she's going to handle everything in that moment? Even if I, I did, you know, people say, well, you know, uh, I got to try it before I buy it. You're trying compromise. You ain't trying covenant because you ain't in a covenant. You know what I'm saying? You, you still playing. And then so... It's almost impossible to get all the information because we're, we've been, uh, August would be 30 years, known each other for 31 in October, October 18th. Well, we discover more and more about each other every year. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I started with God. God said that was my wife. Now I got to decide if I'm going to commit. But I'm not going to have all the information up front. It's, the coast ain't going to be just totally clear. Oh, I've gathered. I'm going to have enough data to know to commit, but I'm not going to have enough data to know how the actual covenant, which we'll get into in a second, how it's going to flow. So I starts with commit. Uh, committing to come out here and to serve as pastors in Charlotte. With the exception of my cousins, Ray, Isaac, ain't no nobody in here. Don't know what your level of commitment would be. Don't know now. Well, in some cases I do know because you've shown it. But I'm saying, you understand what I'm saying? Like so, but we still had to commit first. We had to, we had to operate in a committed relationship first. We had to offer ourselves first. We had to abandon our home our son and our grandchildren first without never knowing what you was going to do. Are you willing to do that? So I had to do that first before I ever knew how it was going to be reciprocated. And in our situation, I engaged her in five months and we married in 10. We didn't have sex before we got married. So there's no... My guarantee is what God said. Mm-hmm. So that's why we got to, we, this is the thing. Sometimes we're looking for, I'm going to use the word unction. We're looking for unction. But have we cleared the airways to make sure we can pick up the unction? Like we can't uh, skew or intoxicate or cloud the airways and expect them to pick up the signal. 
So I'm not going to pick up God's signal that that's my wife when, I'm, when I was for a long time clouded. I'm just not. I'm, I'm, I'm taking in all this stuff of the world, but I feel good about what I'm doing, but I'm really not picking up the signal. And we can prove that because we second-guess ourselves all the time. But if I want to know that I know that I know, I got to clear that signal. Otherwise, I'm never going to have a solid friendship. I'm never going to uh, be in a solid ministry. I'm never going to have a relationship where I can rest in because I got so many things uh, interrupting that signal from God to say, that's it, move here. That's it, do that. Oh, you need to commit right there, right? I, you follow, we always say follow the peace. You got 10 job opportunities. Which one do you take? You follow the peace of God, but you would have to pick up on that signal. Do we fast, pray, shut out all the noise to make sure we can get the signal? Or we got all types of stuff coming in the airways, and we go, uh, somebody said this this morning, the Bible study fellowship is like, uh, God, you know, God wasn't saying nothing. You know, God's always talking. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. <laughs> He's always talking, but our, our signal is not always clear. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Did you have a thought there, Brad? Yeah, that's why it's, it's not just physically and mentally, but it is spiritual too. Yes, you know, yes, ma'am. Being committed spiritually uh, because, I mean, that's the only way, y'all, it's all going to work, to be honest with you. There is just no way possible for having two people that are not the same to come, to cut, to come together and, ex- and be expected to harmonize and flow like one. That it takes a supernatural uh, power to, to manifest that. And imagine if you got one person, spirit, soul, and body uh, committed, another person, spirit, soul, and body committed, man, that's talk- you're talking about some power. But if you got one person who is hearing and you know spiritually uh, committed, but the other person isn't, that's a war. That can become a war. So you'll, you won't win together. You'll have different uh, feats where, you know, you, you, you take two steps, but then you find yourself five steps back, you know? And, 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 and so, man, we, we need God. We really do. And more than ever, we need God. That's the only way he helps us to harmonize together. That's the only way I'm trusting you're behind. I'm just saying. Seriously, if you think about it, that's the only way. Well, the thing is, what my wife realizes, I can't be bribed. Mm -hmm. So I'm committed. Now, now that commitment started mentally and physically because Mm -hmm. actually the spiritual commitment is when you cross over to a covenant. I'm not just talking about marriage in every level of relationship, right? So I can't be bribed. And see, when I first did the initial commitment, I'm, I'm digging new ground. I've never been married before, and I've never been married to Melanie before, right? I'm, I was from North New Jersey. She's from Columbus, Ohio, two different cultures. Mm-hmm. I'm digging new ground. So, so, so number one, I'm purging this, the old life. I'm purging the single life. I'm purging the old business life, the old church life, the traditional ways. I'm purging the past hurts. I'm purging my worldviews, my repetitious information, my authoritative voices in my environment. Mm -hmm. I flowed a certain way growing up in Newark, New Jersey with relationships. I was taught a certain way, not just with uh, uh, 
uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, and wife, I was taught how to flow with men. I sized up everybody that came before me, you know, because I didn't trust nobody. See, that's my, that was my worldview. Church, I had a worldview with church. Preachers take your money. Oh, you can't trust churches. Preachers just take your money. And as I grew, I realized no one ever took my money, ever, <laughs> when I was in North. You know why? Yeah. One, I didn't have no money. Two, I wasn't going to church. And then how many churches have I been to? Do you know how many cultures there are at church? How many? You got AME. You got, uh, what'd you say, holiness. You got uh, African Methodist Episcopal. You got uh, uh, Kojic. You got uh, uh, Lutheran. You got Baptist. You got, what's, what's, uh, uh, Presbyterian, uh, Presbyterian, Apostolic. You got, uh, what is that, what is, what is, they was calling when we was in, um, Word of Faith. Right? You got all these different cultures that operate different ways. Same thing, we come from cultures within cultures. So I was in a culture in Newark, but then there was a culture in the house I was in. Every, she wasn't trained in that culture. So I'm expecting her to flow like I do. She's expecting me to flow like she do. Yeah, so like, we're, like, we're digging new ground. Mm -hmm. Do you understand, like, they, these, I'm saying it's respectful. Don't y'all get mad. These people actually had this uh, gift exchange and told me who I had and what I had to pay. <laughs> Nobody asked me nothing. This is her family when we first got together. <laughs> She's like, oh, baby, you got such and such, and you got to do such and such. I said, hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. How y'all budgeted my money <laughs> without asking me? No, no, we do this every year. Appreciate that. But somebody needs to ask me. It, but, but I was kind of rigid with it. I was rigid with the Christmas thing. I was like, man, Christmas, it's just one of them pagan holidays. In all honesty, I really never had no money on Christmas. And I only got one toy for Christmas. So my worldview of Christmas is like, it's another day. Obviously, it's Jesus, Jesus. It's not the actual official day, but we celebrate Christ. Christ's mass, a mass of the anointing, right? That's what we're supposed to do. But I wasn't on that page in Newark. I was on, listen, here we go, Christmas. Christmas was trauma because I was going to remind it of my value, which was nothing. Okay, it was one toy. Had a one toy value. My entire growing up. So then she was like trying to put what was it, the trees and the, the, the light bulbs and stuff. I was like, babe, see, see, there you go. You're getting commercialized, sis. See, see the man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. But then I, I'm telling this person, I'm telling somebody I love them. First Mother's Day. Y'all heard the story before. Mother's Day, me and my son about to go play ball. I got a card. Right? So we about to go play ball. I went in the bedroom and I flicked the card in like a frisbee. I was like, happy Mother's Day. And then we went to play ball. And we won all our games. We won like 10, 15 games. We playing all day. We ball. We feeling good. We get in the car, me and my son talking like, yeah, man. I, well, we, we, we doing our thing today, weren't we? We're doing our thing. Walked in the house. I was like, son, do you sense that? 
He was like, yeah. I said, something happened in here. Like, it was a spirit in the house. I'm, listen, seriously. You know, like, like, you go to certain cities, there's a cast over the city. There was a cast in the house. I was like, man, I don't know. You, I wonder what happened in here. Man, I went upstairs. Fire. Like, like she was hot. I don't have a clue. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? Maybe we was out too late. You know, she was like, it's Mother's Day. Like, you threw a card at me. Oh, no, no, no. I was just, like, hooking you up with the car. <laughs> and then you took my son. Yeah, that was, that, that was the other <laughs> I was thing. Like, what? So it's Mother's Day. And you took my son. <laughs> me and him having a good old time on the day that's important to her. All right, I'm, I'm having a flashback right now. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, come on, baby. No, no. Come on, give me some sugar. You, you, right? Look, look, you got to make that up. <laughs> but, the, but, but the interesting thing is, what I, when, I, when I started to talk to the Lord, because I probably uh, flipped that day. I probably convinced her that she was tripping. Uh, no, I didn't no, convince her. Didn't I tried to. It didn't work. So, you know, I'm trying to like, those diversions, you know, uh, countermeasures, flares, something, you know, like. And so I talked to the Lord, and the Lord's like, you got to understand, you've been waiting your whole life for someone that loves you and someone to love. And you said you wanted, you told her father, you said you want to do what's best for her. She's telling you what's important to her. I ain't even get dinner that day. Let I just thought finish, about babe, it. Babe, babe. <laughs> come back, don't leave me, don't leave me. Come back, come back. Right, but 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 what she said is true. I got somebody t ex expressing to me what's important to her, and I'm trying to convince her that's not necessary. Yep. Flip it. Flip it. We're talking to God because we're God to them. The Bible says the the wife honors the husband almost carnally. Mm -hmm. We are more spiritual because we get our needs from God. They get our, their sure. needs from us. That's sure. the way it's supposed to go. Yeah. So imagine, let's flip it. I'm expressing to God what I, what I need, and he's treating me like trying to convince me that's not important for me. Because you read what you saw. And God, so, so I adjusted, you know, how I looked at a lot of things, whether it's Mother's Day, holidays, and stuff like that, because I was like, this is special to her. Mm -hmm. So I'm not playing off of the culture. I'm playing off of what's valuable to my wife. Because I know this, what I make happen for her, God makes happen for me. But you know what? I, I, uh, you know, I knew that he didn't like the, the little, you know, uh, put the music on and hang the things, the tree up and all, you know, how the hot chocolate, you know, here, here like the whole, Santa Claus, here comes. <laughs> but, but, but even so, like, like I got that from movies. So mm. sometimes you try to emulate what you see and, and he didn't really get into it to be honest with you. So it discouraged me. And I, to this day, it, I, that picture never happened. The picture of me and him, hot chocolate with the tree. Matter of fact, this, this past Christmas, y'all, I put the tree up, right? We, we never, the tree stayed bare all the way to, <laughs> I hate to say, the tree stayed bare all the way to March, April. April. 
April. It was in the dining room bare. Nothing. Well, we, we've had the trees and we've decorated the house. Well, we have. I, I mean, wake up. Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm saying the way the picture that I had. Yeah, but that's not. Yeah. yeah well, I'll stop. <laughs> we gonna do it this this time. No. Not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> and I, I mean, she'll tell you, I don't have a problem with doing it. Yeah. You know, get the tree together, do whatever. I, I don't even know what the picture is. It's like, <laughs> just, <laughs> hey, just, hey, send me my script. <laughs> just send me my script. I play my part. <laughs> you know, not a problem, you know. <laughs> All right, so, so uh, again, the committed, we talked about commitment. Um, and, and, and again, so, so, so in all of our situations, like the reason why God is important because sometimes we marry a moment or what things look like and we miss out on a jewel, what God has in the future. So sometimes we can be intimidated by the moment. We don't understand the moment. Like, like a lot of these commitments that lead to covenants, whatever the relationship is, you're committing to dig. We had the, the vision years ago, commit to the dig. There's a diamond in the rough, mm -hmm. but you got to get through the rough to get to the jewel. But we're looking for every, we, we're trying to purchase like, you know, like you go to uh, Zales or something. We're trying to purchase a Zale relationship. They don't, they don't, they don't pull the diamond out. They don't cut it to whatever beauty and perfection. No, no, no. You're the jeweler. <laughs> you got to go in and find the jewel. You know, it doesn't, it's not always going to come ready-made. So, so, again, when mm -hmm. we cross over the covenant, that's spiritually being all in. We die to self, and we start to operate uh, by faith. And I'll just share this, and then we'll get into uh, whatever thoughts and questions you guys have. Obviously, we have a lot more information. Maybe we'll, we'll do it after Relationship Boot Camp. But there's a proper order when we start to cross over into God's, God's relationships at every level. You know, see, again... When we let go of that old thinking, most of what we do in the world is, is moved by sexuality or sensuality feelings, and then we smother spirituality. But when we cross over into this God-type life and God's types of relationships, mm -hmm. spirituality is first, mm -hmm. right? They that are led by the spirit, that spirit affects our minds, our sensuality, and and the spirit and the mind actually run the flesh. Mm -hmm. But most of our lives, because of the world of sin, what Adam and Eve did, everything is plays off of sexuality. That's why there's a lot of craziness happening now. You know, people changing bathroom codes and all that stuff because everybody's playing off of sexuality. And they're trying to convince, they're trying to desensitize us in the kingdom that playing off of sexuality is the norm. You know, and so, oh, it's just sexuality. Like, they're making major decisions. They're changing laws for sexuality. No, we're supposed to be, we're Christians. We play off of spirituality. <laughs> so that's why, you know, people, you know, I'm not offended with you. If you're playing off of sexuality, just don't dictate to me. I'm led by the spirit, not by the flesh. You know, that's Romans 8 all day. So, so we're... We're corrupting the software when we're saying we're spiritual beings and we're Christians, but we're going into things playing off of sexuality or sensuality. That's confused. That's a, a confusing our minds. Mm -hmm. And if you ever, if, if you're honest, whatever relationship you're in, relationship with God, relationship with church, 
your relationship with your singer, your relationship with your, your servant, this, that, and the other, your uh, relationship at work, guarantee you if your day started off or your week was all about sexuality, you had a bad day. You had a lot of arguments, you had a lot of misunderstandings, and there was a lot of chaos. You don't have to tell me. I already know. Oh, 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 you was, you was so joke. Hey, 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 how you doing? Hey, how you doing? And then the next day, you okay? I'm all right. What happened? Sexuality. You got in the flesh. Right? I mean, oh, where's my amens? <laughs> Where we at? Where you at? <laughs> now, I said that so we can know. That's not putting nobody down. We can know. You can measure. Because if you keep walking around, you're going to keep walking in craziness. You're going to keep... And sometimes we don't recover. Sometimes we, get, we, we allow sexuality to get us so in the flesh, we destroy great relationships, mm-hmm. great friendships, mm-hmm. great business partnerships, great ministry relationships. We miss out on our calling. You know what I mean? People have, have lost powerful ministries because they let sexuality be the lead voice. Powerful marriages because sexuality starts being a lead voice. Mm. Good friendships, y'all getting along fine, but all of a sudden you funky all the time? Where did that come from? See, because again, we think what we do in the dark is not showing in the light. It's showing. Those private sessions show. But the whole time we're looking at people like they tripping, they're not tripping. You let sexuality have the, have the first voice. You flip the script from spirit, being, instead of being led by the spirit, you're led by sexuality. And you can't win together when you do that because you ain't together. Listen, this is, so we're together. Well, I ain't using us. This couple over here, they're together. They're flowing together, you know, having a good time. Everything's going fine. One person, so why? They're, they're selfless, right? And they're in harmony on the same team. They're working together, flowing together. One person decides they want to feed the flesh or sexuality. Well, now sexuality makes you go inside your own mind. You start to think selfish, not selfless. So now you think you're walking together, but you're not. Now it's misunderstanding because one person is all, why you say that? Well, I don't think you were thinking about me. Well, he wasn't thinking like that. You ever seen people walking in the spirit? Same person handles the day a whole lot better. Person in the flesh, everything is bothering them. Mm-hmm. Everything, the littlest things. Wow, why are we doing that? I understand why we're doing that. Why do you think you weren't thinking about it? Hey, wait a minute. You, I was just with you yesterday. <laughs> what happened? We just, we went to sleep, laughing and joking. We woke up. Who are you? <laughs> like, what's, what's going on here? What no one realizes is, what none of us exposes, if we could be honest, we go, my bad. Got in the flesh. Yeah, I got caught up. It's my bad. <laughs> I, I repent. We don't do that, do we? We still talking like we got a rational mind, but we cloud it. Lust clouds you. So how are we going to win together? I was playing with a team, and we was in this, it's this thing that was around the country, uh, this three-on-three tournament, so we get to the championship game. 
we're, yeah, we're playing against all these top phenomenal players. We get there, and I, I knew he was going to win. And so we had one missing link. If all this person had to do is make one shot, everything else was taken care of. And I was like, they couldn't get off the ground. It's a tall guy. I said, what's going on? So at the end of the game, we lose the game by that one situation. I said, we've been running through these people. What's going on with you? Uh, my bad. I, you know, I had a couple drinks last night, this, that, and the other. I said, well, you had your reward. Your reward wasn't a championship. You had yours last night. So you fed you at the expense of the team. God wasn't, you, 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 just, you, you severed yourself from God. God wasn't showing up with you. We all praying and all in God, praising the Lord, trying to show these people you can live for the Lord and still win a championship. But you fed yourself. You see what I'm saying? So I just wanted to offer that. All right. All right. Let's, let's take this particular time. If you're online, if you have any questions, any thoughts, something hit you, some wisdom, some insight, even some challenges, uh, if you care to share, you can either share that online through the number on the bottom of the screen, or you can put it in the chat. Here in the house, if you guys care to share, there's mics on the side. You know, people learn not just from what's being communicated here from the pulpit, but from the insight and the revelation and the things that stimulate you guys. So if you can give us some thoughts here in the mic, that would be great.